All right, here it goes. It's all really, really, really simple. There's a beautiful story about Pinchas Rezis. He was a chassid of the Alter Rebbe. And he was very, very, very wealthy. He had a very big house. On a side note, Chassid uh, asked him, like, why do you need such a big house? And he said, well, if Peretz, if Pinchas, if Pinchas has a big house, then Pinchas holds the meetings of the community in his house. And if it's in Pinchas' house, then Pinchas has an opinion. And basically he was saying he needed all this, this wealth and all the, the big house wasn't about him, uh, about his ego, but it was his way of influencing the city that he lived in, in Shklov, to affect and bring Chassidus to that area. But anywho, there's a story about Shmuel Munkus once came to visit him. And Shmuel Munkus was a famous Chassid of Alter Rebbe, also known for his uh, interesting way of teaching lessons. And um, he came to the house, he knocked on the door, and Pinchas wasn't home, his wife answered. And he just walked right in, his boots were all muddy, he dragged mud through the house, into the master bedroom, jumped into his friend's bed with his shoes on and went to sleep. Pinchas comes home a little bit later and he could already guess what happened and uh, he follows the trail of mud and finds Shul Munkus sleeping in his bed with his boots on and he gives him a shake and says, wake up, what are you doing? You know, you couldn't take off your boots, you got my whole house dirty. He was very upset at him. And Shul Munkus was taken aback said, really? Is this, the, is this what's happening? What happened to you? You're all full of yourself. He, he was very, very upset. And maybe he said, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not sure exactly how the story goes. But Rebbe Chesrezis realizes that he, um, he made a mistake. It's a call, a little mud in the house. You know, he doesn't have to get a scream at his friend. And he went to me and said, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It got to me. Uh, I got caught up in the gosh mess of my house and your boots in my bed. Um, what do I need to do for you to forgive me? And Bishmolankas told him that he should take a broom, put it between his legs, like a witch, riding on the broom, and run around the whole city screaming, I can fly, I can fly. <laughs> something, something to that effect. Um... Yeah, and Pechas Rezis wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't another Shmo in town. He was a very respected person. He was a son-in-law of uh, very respected people. And it was, a, it was a big deal to do that. But, yeah, he wanted the forgiveness, and he went, and he did that, and Shalmogos forgave him, and they'd become friends again. So what's going on here? So it's very, very simple. Our life could be very, very easy, very flowy, and simple but what happens is we attach ourselves to ideas to personas to concepts how we think things should be and then life or the world has other ideas and they start to clash with this persona that we built and so we get upset we get angry we start trying to patch up the persona to make it uh, to to keep it alive in existence, and we're just patching a sinking ship essentially. More patches and more patches, when really 
the cover of walls that are thrown at us are an opportunity for us to shatter this persona that we built. When a person wants to go swimming, the only way to do it is to let go of the wall and learn to swim. If you were to just keep holding on to the wall and saying, I want to swim, I want to swim, you'll never learn how to swim. So sometimes we let go of the wall, but it, then we attach ourselves to something else. There's a piece of, uh, you know, maybe just a hard piece of a metal pole that's going to sink anyhow, and we're trying to float with it versus letting go, putting our arms out, and just floating. We'll actually float on our own resources. We don't need to hold on to anything. And, um, and we'll go up and down with the waves. It won't be an issue. But when we attach ourselves to different flotation devices that can't hold us up anyhow, and then we start trying to fix them by adding more weight, it just becomes really, really miserable. But we have this concept that if I hold on to this, I'll be safe. And so we also have all these ideas about ourselves, who we are. Um, for example, I wanted to put out a podcast today, and I could not, and I was attached to this idea. I even told someone, I'm going to put out a podcast because I had this idea that I'm sharing now and I wanted to share it, but I became so attached to the idea that I need to share this. And then it became obsessive and how am I going to do it? And my mind would not stop and would go on and on and on. It felt like a real prison until I decided, F this. I don't have to release a podcast. I can, I'm going to let it go. We'll let it go. And, it, you know, it took a few moments to, for that to happen and a lot of breathing, but then it was gone. It was like, oh, freedom. I don't even need it. So I created this idea that I need to put it out, and now I start trying to match the world to make it happen. I need ideas, I need this. I, know. I start trying to like fabricate something to, to uh, match to this persona. And that just becomes a very painful experience. And that's just an example, but if you stop and realize and think about anything, anything that's bothering you, and ask yourself, why is this bothering me? And you'll see, because it's not matching up with some idea that you have. And if you can release that idea, which is exactly the, the, the whole purpose that something is challenging, it, it, it's, it, it's doing you a favor. It's like, hey, maybe you can just drop this this persona drop this idea drop whatever it is that you're holding on to that you decided it needs to be this way and it'll be fine here's an opportunity look it's being challenged just let go of it we don't have to keep patching it it's like patching a sinking boat literally or or a uh, bubble that's floating through the air that's going to pop at any second then we're trying you know like there's one hole on this side we quickly patch up that side and then there's another hole and another hole and it's, and it's dropping we're like oh my god how are we going to save this like let it just pop. It's fine. Um, so back to the story. So what happened there, Shalomukas was telling Pinchas Rezis, look, you let your persona get to you. Even with you know the whole good that you can accomplish through this whole house, you still let it get to you. How do I know it got to you? For the fact that when I came in with mud into your bed, you weren't like, okay, it's just mud in my bed. I still have a big house. I'm still affecting. It, it, it hurt you. You got upset. You got angry. You have 
um, attach yourself to the idea that a Pinchas Reis is a wealthy man in a nice house and has a nice bed. And what Shmuel Monkus was telling him, if you want to lose that persona, do something crazy that really shatters it. And being the, the great person that he was, Pinchas Reis, he went ahead and said, you're right, you're right. I do have to shatter this persona, this idea that I'm a wealthy man living in a nice house, and, and, and it matters. I have to lose that. And so he put the broom, yeah, he went flying on a broom around town and looked like a total idiot. And that's a great exercise that we can do at times, and we're feeling so attached to, to who we are, to the stories that we tell ourselves. Do something really stupid and see what happens. See the fear that comes up when you uh, just contemplate doing something that will be really uh, different than who you decided that you are. And uh, through that, we will uh, be free, free from our personal exile and hopefully enter into a state of redemption. L'chaim.